today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who is chasing her goals while balancing the demands of everyday life. I'm your host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. And today we're talking all about how we met our partners, our first dates, and the moment we knew they were the one as part one of our relationship series. In this series, we're going to be taking you with us as we open up about our relationship struggles, triumphs, most intimate moments, and share details about how we continue to work toward prioritizing our relationships one day at a time. Before we get started, we want to openly preface that we're so grateful that our husband and partner have supported us in sharing the stories of us. We know that every love story is not perfect, and we share ours with you, our listeners, in hopes that you hear them and feel less alone and more confident in navigating your own relationship. So to get started, we are going to dive into how we met our partners. Um, Brittany and I both have very different stories about how we met our partners, so I think it's a great way to kind of dive in and share the, um, just in general, kind of the different aspects and different different stories we have. So you want to start? How did you and Tyler meet? Sure. So Tyler and I actually worked together, um, oh my gosh, years ago now, I can't even remember. He actually did not really like me at all and that way <laughs> like he found me annoying to be honest and he's told me that multiple times actually <laughs> like I just wasn't that person like and it's funny because so like for me I just knew looking back now like God just had a plan for us and that wasn't where we were meant to be or where we were meant to meet um because a I didn't like the person I was back then and b he would have never been with that person because it's not what he was looking for um so it took a lot of growing on each of our ends um to come to where we are mm-hmm. so yeah we started off at sheriff's um he was actually engaged and I was um in a long-term has just started a long-term relationship and it brought us myself to Calgary um I went with my ex-boyfriend and we moved there um, we'd been together for like two years and we were already talking like two and a half years probably when we broke up and we were actually talking about marriage at that point and it was pretty surreal because I thought he was the one and after leaving the relationship I realized how toxic it was mm-hmm. but um that's a whole nother story uh so I was there and I made the decision actually to stay in Calgary so it was the first time I've ever been like on my own after you broke up yeah after we broke up so he went back to Winnipeg like no family there I met a friend through a friend who has um, still stayed my friend. It's been great. And I ended up moving in with some people I met, like a girl I met, um, out there and became friends with through this girlfriend and ended up living, um, in the Southeast area of Calgary for Tyler. He went to, from sheriffs to corrections and ended up, um, getting into policing. And in that time had like left his, um, relationship with that woman he was engaged to and actually married someone else and moved to Calgary with her to pursue a career in policing and um ended up breaking up with her and jumping back on Facebook so he messages me up and he's like not even sure if I'm the actual Brittany Ness which is my maiden name um that he worked with because I was competing at the time and um really into fitness and um had lost a lot of weight so and when that happens, like, your face kind of changes, right? So mm-hmm. it doesn't always look the same. Like, it still looks like you, but not really. Like, you question it. And I was, like, hotter then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, anyways, so he had sent a message and was, like, oh, hey, like, how's it going? Like, and not even, I think, I don't even think he knew I lived in Calgary. Like, uh, and if he did, he did no clue where I was living in Calgary at the time. And uh, so he messages me up. We talk, and he's... 
he's saying like, oh yeah, I moved to Calgary. And I was like, no way, me too. And he's like, yeah, I live, you know, in Southeast Calgary in this like community. And I was like, me too. And we ended up being like three blocks away from each other. Oh my gosh. So we met up for a coffee uh, at a Starbucks close to where the courthouse where I was working. And he had like a, an appearance one day because he's a police officer. And um, it's funny because from that point on, he kind of like, I friend zoned him like right away. Mm-hmm. And it was like straight to the friend zone. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I remember even just one point he had asked me about going out for dinner and I was like how about coffee like just straight <laughs> just cutthroat and I look back I'm like fuck I was kind of a bitch but um that's what happened I just wasn't interested <laughs> I was also um in a relationship at the time with a man named Tyler different Tyler and um yeah I just was like I we were good friends before like not great friends but like good friends as co-workers um and I knew kind of a little bit about him and I was like yeah like I wouldn't I would be friends with you. Like, I don't mind that. Like, we can grab coffee. Like, I have boundaries. I have a, I'm in a relationship. But I don't mind, like, touching base and going from there. And so that's kind of how we met, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And uh, how things went. But we'll, I'll uh, bring it back to you. And we'll go into the first dates and stuff later. So uh, how about you and Rick? How did you guys meet? So totally different. Um, <clears throat> you know, I always envisioned myself, like, when I thought about, like, meeting my husband or, like, my partner that it had this like super romantic story to tell like our mm-hmm. kids like yeah very similar to what you guys have right like life just brought you back together and like you were you know you moved provinces and even then like you ended up connecting but that's just not the case for us um so rick and i actually the first time we met was when i was working at a shapes fitness center so i was working at a gym um local here in manitoba in winnipeg and him and his girlfriend were members mm. And so he came kind of like far and few between because he worked out of town. Um, I knew that much about him. I knew that he worked for CP Rail. I could only, I only knew that because I could see his membership if he had a corporate <laughs> discount. So I knew he was. <laughs> I knew he worked on the road. Um, but yeah, he came in with his girlfriend, and I was actually pregnant with my oldest at the time. I was in a unhappy relationship but I was in a relationship a committed one nonetheless uh, and so was he so there was like no romantic like interest whatsoever mm-hmm. there is more so just like hey how's it going what are you planning on working out today cool like enjoy your workout so were you were you also like friends with her at the time I guess or like acquaintances with her as much as you were with him then, no or? okay so I knew her and she came in every once in a while with him but I would say I saw him um more so like he would come in on his own and things like that and and have a conversation and And it's funny because looking back, like, my conversations or my interactions, I guess, with him are very, like, memorable. Um, But so, yeah, I I had my baby. I was not working at Shapes anymore. La-di-da-di-da. And down the line, me and um, my partner at the time ended up breaking up. So I was a single mom and I had gotten out of our relationship. We were together for, like, three years. And things had been bad for quite a while. So I had no interest in dating, but I was also like very detached from that relationship. Um, And so I was single and like all of my friends at that time were almost all still single. I was a single mom, so my life was a little bit different, but they all encouraged me to get on Tinder and like... As soon as my friends were like, you need to get Tinder, I'm like, I know what happens on Tinder. Like, I don't need that. That's not what I need in my life. And like, but I think I got to a point where I just kind of craved like just that adult interaction. Right. Um, Like even just the conversation and stuff like that. I had no idea where things were going to go. Like I had responsibilities that were different from a lot of people. And But anyway, I got on Tinder and I remember I like set my age settings to like literally like the, like 
maybe two years older than me. Okay. So okay. I was 23 at the time, I want to say. So I set it to like 25s and like within the city limits. I was living in Steinbach, so I had like slim pickings. Mm. <laughs> I ended up like 10 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ended up connecting with a guy who was, like, my first boyfriend ever when I was in elementary school from Steinbeck. We went on a couple of dates, and it just, like, yeah, it was not working. And I was ready to just be like, okay, this Tinder thing is obviously not for me. And then one day I was like, you know what? I like older guys, so why am I, like, limiting myself to this 25-year-old age range? So I hiked it up to 30, (laughs) and I expanded my, like... I guess, kilometer reach. I was like, let's just see, like, all these fish in the sea. I want to know what's going on, what's out there. And so I ended up um, having a couple of matches. Um, One of them was with some guy named Mitchell, and he was actually from, I don't know, like, northern, like, he was up north a little bit. But he was, like, this farm boy and, like, kind of nerdy and totally not my type. And I thought to myself, like, this is what I need to do. I need to date a guy who's not my type whatsoever because obviously my type has not been successful in the past. So we arranged a date and we were talking for a little while. And he seemed to be really sweet, kind of awkward, but, like, whatever. I'm willing to try things out and um, meet someone new. And then um, a couple of days later, I matched with Rick. And he was one of those likes where I was like, okay, yeah, he's good looking. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna like it. But I had no <laughs> idea, like, other than that, like, surface level, had no idea what, what he was about. Right. And we matched. And he asked me on a date the same weekend that I had arranged a date with this, like, sweet little Mitchell guy. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Like, I can't do two dates in a weekend. Like, that's really sleazy. And I remember talking to my mom about it. And my mom was like, just go and, like, enjoy yourself. Have fun. Like, you're just meeting people. It's not a big deal. And she was my hype girl at the time. Like, Still don't is. you know about Tinder? It's like sex on the first date. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't realize it. You're she, like, yeah. uh. I'm pretty sure her exact words was like, you don't have to sleep with them. You're just going on a date this, with them. This is Tinder mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not sleep with either of them on the first date. I'm just going to preface that. Um, but anyway, so I set a date with, with Rick on the, um, Saturday and I had a date set up with Mitchell on Friday and like that Wednesday before the weekend, um, yeah, that Wednesday before the weekend, Mitchell bailed on me. He said he had a family emergency. Lies. So I ended up just <laughs> going out lies. with Rick, who I was really concerned was going to be, like, the demise of me because he was my type and, like, up my mm-hmm. alley. So I thought it was just going to be, like, this train wreck. Well, did you recognize it was him? Like, did you? I did. I okay, recognized so it knew. was him. I knew okay. him. I knew who he was. And, like, he was really, like, I wouldn't say he was a smooth talker, but he's a good conversationalist, like, it's so funny because now people always tell me he's so quiet. And, like, when when I we had our first date, which we'll talk about later, I was definitely, like, the more dominant force in, right. in, our, in our first date. But having conversations with him, like, at the gym when he would come and scan in, like, he was a very good conversationalist. Like, he's always super friendly. So, yeah, I knew he was, like, a friendly guy. But at the same time, too, I'm thinking in my head, like, friendly guy, smooth talker, probably an asshole. So, I mean, that is just my experience. Rico Suave. Rico right? Suave. <laughs> yeah, Rico. Um, but obviously that wasn't the case because um, we'll talk about our first date and kind of the moment that I knew he was the one a little bit later. But let's bring it back to you, Brittany. Tell us all about that first date with Tyler. Well, I can start off by saying when we got married, you have your like bachelorette party. So my sister went and asked him um, a bunch of questions. And one of them was like, what's your first date? And I was like, oh, it's definitely the day I went to his uh, strongman competition. I had broken up with my ex and um, we had kind of like gone apart because I was like, this isn't for me. Like I, this isn't where I see myself going. Like I want to keep things going strong. Um, 
with the person I'm with now. And he was just saying, like, he didn't understand. And I get where he's coming from now because he's, like, he's literally treating you like garbage. Like, I was in a relationship where, um, we had, it was, like, on again, off again. And he had already left me once to be with someone else he thought he wanted to be with. Like, broke up with her. And then was, like, talking to someone else. And then we got back together. Um, and on my birthday, this is an, a different guy, just so y'all know, um, I was supposed to go to the bar and he was supposed to come and he's like, I can't last minute, he had a work trip. And I found out he was like in Banff, like celebrating this other girl's birthday that he was like talking to before we got back together. And I was like, crushed. Mm. Yeah. So super shady. Um, not necessarily that he cheated on me, but he def- definitely like lost my trust. And I had gone into, uh, shortly after this, I ended up becoming like depressed and having anxiety and dealing with that. And my husband, um, had been down that road before and had dealt with those things. And he was like a support as a friend and kind of grew that way with like helping me navigate that sort of thing and having depression and not feeling like you're alone and making sure I got out of the house. So going back to the bachelorette party, he said our first date was when we went to a movie, uh, God's Not Dead 2, I think it was. And um, he was like, that was the first date. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I was in a relationship with someone else. That was not our first date. Like, that cannot be our first date. Um, and if it is our first date, then our first date was actually when you asked me to go to the grocery store with you um, to get out of the house before. Because you also paid for my groceries that day. So how is that not a date as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway... Um, our first date was a strongman competition and I'd gone there late. We had gotten into an argument about why I was still with the guy that he didn't think I should be with when he thought I should be with him. Because he loved you. Yeah. He loved me. <laughs> um, but at that point he was still for me friend zoned and I came to this like realization moment that A, I was being treated like garbage and I didn't deserve to be treated that way and B, I was in love with this person that was my friend because mm-hmm. he just showed me all these things about who he was and it made me like more and more attracted to him as the time went on it never like went past um like friends like there was never an intimate moment i guess at one point we were playing cards against humanity and i sent him like a provocative text like while intoxicated not that it's an excuse and i wasn't really intoxicated but i was drinking so i was a little more like flowy with the words and it was like a good one-liner word vomit (laughs) i wouldn't even say like no, I knew what I was doing. So it was just, like, we came to that moment, like, I... That was the, the one turning point where I realized, like, I'm falling for this guy. Yeah. And I can't even remember how it came up, but we were, like, messaging in, like, this group of playing games with his, like, a, a couple of his, like, a guy he worked with and um, his wife and then another friend. And something was just, like, basically I told him, like... Um, like, I'd ride his dick like it's never been written before or something <laughs> really? crazy like that. I know. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but anyways, that was the message. And I kind of, then it went from there. I was like, no, no, no. This is not appropriate. Whatever. So our first date was the strongman competition. We went to the bar. Um, drank him shot for shot. Obviously got completely obliterated compared to him because he is much bigger than me. And um, yeah. So let's leave it at that point. Like, he's much bigger than me. I was more petite. I was like just got out of like competing so I was like tinier but I still drank all the same amount of drinks and I didn't throw up um wow but the funny part was we had gone so this bar was like downtown Calgary and we had gone to this restaurant for food like midway between because I was starving and we'd gone from like the show kind of got home got ready he picked me up and we went to the bar 
some, I don't even know how we got picked up because we didn't have a vehicle. And, um, we went to this restaurant to eat and I got, this is going to sound so fucked up and I don't even know why I did like, did this. And I wish like, if you talk about regrets, like this is one of them, like, and (laughs) oh, it just boggles my mind and I don't know why I didn't think about it. Like why I was so stupid, but I ate like cheesy garlic fries. So our first kiss was like a mouthful of garlic. Oh, but that's real life. That's good. <laughs> but like I was literally sitting there like saying, come on, you idiot. Like who eats fucking garlic fries when you want to like kiss this guy? A real woman. <laughs> like I'm just like, and even now I'm just like, that's a stupid move. And like, you know, garlic like doesn't get rid of it right away. Yeah. Like I had fucking like eight pieces of gum, like drinks. And I was like... <gasps> You know, you're like the breath test. I'm like, no, it still smells like fucking garlic. Like, I was like, loved oh, it. you're so stupid. No, he hated it. And he told me. And I was just like, I don't even know how you're really like, you know, paper towel on the tongue, just like everything. But now it's like coming out of your pores because yeah. you're dancing in a bar with you're like. sweating garlic. Yeah. <laughs> it was just horrible. The, just the worst. It probably saved me from being like hungover ish the next day or like not throwing up, but still. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. That's gold. Um, so we ended up leaving the bar and getting picked up by a coworker and getting driven, like one of his coworkers and getting driven home. And, um, as we were getting into the vehicle, um, I told him I loved him. On your first date? On our first date. Oh my gosh. Which he wouldn't say is our first date, but I, it's our first date. And it, it wasn't anything to do with the fact that it was our first date, but it was the fact that I had fallen in love with him. I realized like over the time, like because we shared experiences in that time as friends and like he really was there for me in my lowest moments. So yeah. I feel like if anything were to come, I don't even know what, what could be worse than like at the point where I was literally contemplating even being alive. Right. Mm-hmm. That if anything were to come from that, it would be like, I don't even know how it could be worse than that. Like if he could support me through this, then he could support me through anything. Um, and that's where I kind of realized like, that was the moment for me kind of leading into the first date, like to this moment where I knew like I wanted to spend my life with him and that, um, God had brought us together, like through this all, like if you like looking back and kind of just seeing where, um, like how we met and then how we reconnected and just like, I was at this point in my life too, where I didn't want to just be like, from one relationship to another, to another, to another. Like, I also tried out Tinder and met, like, some amazing people. But I was like, yeah, you're not for me. Yeah. Like, you're just not. Like, there's this one guy. He was, like, a minimalist. But I was like, you are not a minimalist. Like, you could never be this person. Like, no. no. And I was like, he. I don't even know if he had a couch. Like, it was just, like, so, min- like, too minimal. Was he a minimalist? Or did he just not have a thing? No, he, was, like, he had money. <laughs> like, not, like, a lot of money. But he had enough money to buy a couch if he really wanted to. Yeah. Or, like, it was a smaller couch. I can't even recall. Like, it was just something stupid. I was, like, I was, like telling my mom. And she's like, no. She's like, no, this is not for you. Yeah. He was really nice. He was, like, um, a bob, like, doing, did bobsledding or something like that. It was really cool. Oh, that's interesting. Had long hair. It's a completely different vibe. But also tried out the, um... Something that's not what you're used to type yeah, person. Yeah, I think everybody has to do that at least once to, like, figure out if that's actually the accurate route for you yes. or whatever. Sometimes yes. your type is not a misleading thing. It's just that the other people that you had dated prior mm-hmm. in that well, type. <laughs> yeah, and you hear all these people who actually, like, marry someone, like, that's their opposite and, like, yeah. how opposites are great. But Tyler and I like, the same person. And that leads yeah. to so many, like, conflicts but also so many great things too, like mm-hmm. work ethic, drive, whatever. Right. 
um, which would be different if we were different people. And I think both situations or both types work. It just depends on who you connect with and how, on like what level, right? Yeah. So that's how, yeah. And at that point I was just like, I'm done with this. I don't want to continue like trying to find people or pursuing other people when I know, um, like he's who I want to be with. And, um, yeah. And then things kind of got a jump start from there moving forward. Yeah. But, uh. That's another episode. You have to tune in to yeah. hear more. But, I, that's crazy. Your moment was, like, on your first date. Yeah. But, I mean, like, like he said, like, he thinks our first date was something before. So, was it our first date? Was it something else? You know, who yeah. knows, right? Like, but we had spent so much time together as friends that it created that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, yes, intoxicated. But it was still... Um, genuine genuine and i mean i denied it after that for a little bit of time because i was so embarrassed i was like oh my god i said this when i was drunk and like everyone else heard it i was like i didn't say it (laughs) but um (laughs) i was like i would never like i meant in a different way i must have because at that point i was like oh my gosh i cannot be this vulnerable yeah um but yeah that's wild so how about your first date so you meet rick on tinder you get ditched yeah by another guy yeah and then dun 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 okay so we'll kind of bring it back to like rewind where mitchell bailed on me so this guy this sweet sweetheart guy who i thought was like the opposite and would probably be the guy that would like be the right one for me i mean i really didn't know much about him other than the fact that he was like super shy and awkward and like sweet and that was the opposite of the assholes that i had dated in the past right so he bailed on me and he get he fed me this story that like he had a family emergency and he needed to go and like be with his brother and like he um I don't know his brother needed help like at his house or something like I don't know if his brother broke up with his girlfriend I don't even know but he was like yeah I'm gonna need to get a rain check and I'm like okay like that's fine so that same night that me and Mitchell were going to go out actually worked better for me to go out um because my mom was able to watch Avery, like my oldest, my kid at the time. Well, she's still my kid <laughs> at the time. This was what was going on. So I messaged Rick because we were going to go out on the Saturday. And I'm like, okay, like, how do you feel about going out on Friday instead? Like, I, it works better for me. I have a sitter. And he was like, yeah, sure, that works. So I go to my mom's. I drop off Avery. I'm getting ready there. And Rick picks me up. And we go out on our first date. And I remember hopping in the truck. And as soon as I get in the truck, he's like, I remember you. Yes. Like, he... I think he was struggling to put, like, a face um, to my Tinder. Because, like, I was also pregnant when I was working at Shapes. So I was a little bit, like... First of all, I wore workout clothes all the time. And I never wore makeup. I wore my hair up in a bun. And I was pregnant. So I was kind of, like... Watery. Pretty massive. (laughs) (laughs) And my Tinder photos, like, I had lost all of my baby weight. I had probably lost, like, 60 pounds. Oh, okay. And I was all dolled up, obviously, like, putting up my best photos on Tinder and whatever. And, like, he recognized me, but I don't think he fully recognized me. Like you said, like, I was much thinner. My face looked different, whatever. But I get in the vehicle, and he recognized me, and he made that clear right away. He's like, yeah, okay, I remember you. And I was like, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Like, right, I don't really yeah. know what to feel about. Um, I mean, too late. I'm in your truck. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, should, do you want to just... Like, yeah, do you want to, like, try me off? <laughs> <laughs> like, you knew I had a kid and everything like that. And obviously, like, I had a glow up after my pregnancy. That was good. But so we go out and we go out to, like, a pizza place, like, a fancy, like, Firestone pizza, like, at Carbone. You know what that is. And, um... We get there and we order drinks and I ordered like some fancy special, like I don't even know what it was. It was like one of their deals or whatever, 
features on their menu and I'm not like one to usually try different types of drinks like it's usually for me like a Ryan Coke or wine or a Caesar like I'm pretty set in my ways or a beer like whatever so I tried some fancy schmancy drink and he got like a I'm pretty sure a Captain Morgan and ginger ale I'm pretty sure that's what he got or seven up yeah ginger ale or seven up and um that's actually really good I prefer the the pop like the pepsi the pepsi the like cola or whatever yeah. yeah i like it was seven up or sprite or whatever it's pretty good and so i ordered this shitty drink and it was crap like i took one sip of it and i was like oh i don't like it and right away he was offered me his other drink so we swapped drinks and then i was like okay for the next one i'll try something different and again, I ordered this drink and it was garbage and he like swaps his drinks again. And you could tell he's just like drinking them out of pity. Like he doesn't really like them, but he wanted me to like have a drink that I liked. And then we order pizza and I didn't know how Carbone worked. I don't know if he did either, but you get like, you essentially like pick the size of your pizza and like your toppings. But I didn't realize that it was like every single topping was extra. Like oh, it's like okay. a build your own pizza. And I was ordering like ricotta cheese and spinach and sun-dried tomatoes and I'm pretty sure I put mushrooms on the pizza and he hates mushrooms but he let me put like, whatever I wanted on the pizza did he tell you he ate them there he just like kept quiet no he kept quiet if I ordered them like I'm 90% sure I ordered mushrooms because I almost always do on my pizza um and he didn't say anything so we either picked I don't think he even picked them off um I don't even remember but I ordered like I stacked this pizza full of toppings like and like the expensive ones like I wasn't even thinking it through like I think I put artichokes or something and stupid I there. think at Carbone because we use that place for a wedding they go by like weight weight but also by um so like if it's a specialty topping it's like 225 and I think like the basics are like a yeah. dollar or something well but I it think it goes up in price I think based on like if you get like a mushroom is like a dollar whatever uh-huh. 50 but I think if you go to like salami or like italian sausage it's like 225 per like well i racked up that pizza bill i'm pretty sure like our pizza itself was like 60 bucks or like 40 it was something stupid (laughs) i remember him getting the bill at the end of the day and his eyes just like falling out of his face and i'm like oh i felt so bad i'm like um like i can pay i can pick up like we'll split it whatever but did he do it did he split it no he paid for it but um throughout the date like i just remember conversation kind of being it was a struggle for me also, like, I wanted to talk and I wanted to say all the things, but I also w- had just spent the last year and a half of my life literally just, like, momming. And I didn't really know, like, what to talk about, what was off limits, what I could talk about right away. It was really kind of, like, tense, so I was just, like, word vomiting a lot. Mm. And I remember at one point, <laughs> um, I looked him dead ass in the face and I was like, if there was a Wikipedia page about you, what would it say? <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me like I was the most insane psycho person he'd ever met and was just like I have no idea and just like segued out of that conversation so fast and I was like this is it like I'm never seeing this guy again he's never gonna talk to me ever again like why did I ask that question right and after the date ended like he was getting ready I guess to take me home I don't know it was maybe like 10 30 at this point in the evening and he was like my friends are bowling like they're going to the pint for a little bit and then they're going bowling like would you want to come with me and I'm like you want to introduce me to your friends like I just made a complete fool of myself and you want to introduce me to your friends so I agreed and we went to this like little kind of not a hole in the wall but it was like a like a lounge or a what would you call those like the pint you know what I'm talking like about the pub yeah like a but, pub yeah. on top of a restaurant or whatever and it was a Friday night and we go in there and it's just like sardine can, like it's people packed, back to yeah. back and we go up for one drink and I'm like very claustrophobic and I get extreme social anxiety. Like I would rather not be in a big crowd like that. 
So I remember getting up there and kind of just like trying to make the best of it, thinking like this is his scene. And I remember us both looking at each other in the face and just been like, let's leave. Like, let's get out of here. I don't want to stay here. And we both agreed, like neither of us wanted to be in this big crowd. And we ended up just going to the bowling lane and like meeting up with his friends there. And, um, <laughs> kind of funny story is when we were bowling a couple of lanes over, I like look to my right and there's this loud group of obnoxious people and guess who is there bowling? Mitchell! Yeah. <laughs> and what he, a yes. fucker. <laughs> and he made direct eye contact with me and he just looked like he saw a fucking ghost. And right away in my head, I was like, this is divine. Like, this was, oh. this happened for a reason that yeah. I was here with Rick. And that this guy who I thought was so nice and was like this sweetheart, this genuine person, I just caught him in a boldface fucking lie right away. And that right away confirms to me like that I was mm. not meant to go in his direction. So I feel like you would have been doubting it. Like, what, like yeah. was it true? Like, what would he have said? So was he with a girl? He was with a whole group of like a bunch of people oh, and they were okay. all like hammered. And I was with Rick and like three other couples or something like that. And I remember Rick was just so sweet that whole night. Like he was so kind to me. And it was like in a genuine way. Like, you know, when you're with a guy and like you're sometimes blinded by like I guess the like infatuation but there are times where you can like read from a guy that their niceness is kind of just to get in your pants right yes and with Rick it wasn't like that and like on the way home I remember like yes there was like that tension and like that intimate like moment and all of that stuff and like the super hot and steamy like goodnight kiss and all of that but at the same time I just sensed like such genuinity from him like he was just a genuinely kind person and there was one point in the date where he like pulled me right onto his lap and like just wrapped his arms around me like so kindly like not in like a creepy or like sexual way it was just super super sweet and I was thinking to myself like I'm fucking glad that loser Mitchell guy saw that because he realizes what he missed out on one because I looked really really good and two I just confirmed to me that like I thought going out with Rick that he was maybe going to be kind of like the a-hole and this other sweet guy who you know canceled on me in fact ended up being the jerk so things from there um just kind of spiraled like the next day he asked me to join him for a workout um the day after that he asked me to watch a hockey game and we just kind of kept hanging out and kept hanging out and eventually it got to a point where like I introduced him to Avery my daughter at the time and honestly the moment that I saw him with her was my moment that was the Mm -hmm. moment where like I really really fell in love with him because I had already in my heart of heart known that he met all of the boxes as far as like me personally as a woman but there was that one big factor of like he needs to one vibe well with my child and I need to know his reaction like I kind of need to see his reaction around like meeting my kid because that's a big deal for a single guy and he sat we went to Olive Garden and he took us to the mall actually he bought me a pair of jeans because my jeans were so big because I lost all that weight and I couldn't afford to buy myself new jeans because I was single and like living on minimum wage and no child support whatever and he treated me to a couple new pairs of jeans which was so kind and then he took us to dinner mm. and I sat on one side of the booth and he sat on the other one with my daughter right beside him. And he like did her kids menu with her the whole time during dinner. And like she was one and a half. So she was kind of restless at dinner time. And he was so patient with her and so kind. And it was just like that moment where I was just like, I can see myself raising a family with him. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That that was my moment. Well, it's hard to write. Um, not that I, we're trying to keep kids out of this episode as much yeah. as possible because it's all about relationships. But, um, when you see that interaction, especially from a person who 
um, is interacting with a child that's not their own. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is really, it was, um, yeah, sweet and really key. And it doesn't even have to be a child even, but like if there's that one significant person in your life who like, you know, just means the world to you, you obviously want your future, you know, husband or spouse or whatever to have a healthy and good relationship with that person as well. Like it could be a grandparent or your parent or your sibling, like whatever the case is. Um, cause that person is super valuable to you. So for me, it was Avery. Like that was my, obviously I needed the person who I'm going to share my life with to be compatible with her too. And yeah. So that was a big, big deal. And, you know, things got a little, like, up and down from there. But we'll talk about that another time, too. I mean, there's complications. In every relationship. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I wanted to bring up now you're mentioning, like, the the Tinder aspect and seeing Mitchell at the bowling alley is um, a funny story is, like, when Tyler had shown my picture, right? I was competing at this time. So I was, like... um, the way I looked actually was enough that, um, in December of that same, same year, I think it was. Yes. December of that same year we got together, like we, um, started our relationship. I was actually in, um, um, hot and fit 100 of like for Canada. Mm-hmm. So like, that's where I was at with my body at the time. So his, um, coworkers actually just said like, kind of like, you need to get it in her pants kind of thing. Like, that was, like, they're saying, like, you got to sleep with this girl. Like, man, she's, like, super hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because he had said, like, I started, like, messaging you. And I think there was some aspect of, like, being, like, oh, I want to see kind of thing where where I could take this. Like, maybe that would be an option. Um, but it ended up not even doing that because he is very respectful in that sense. Um, and, um, you know, sex in that aspect means... Um, more than just sext him. And that's also another topic, FYI, mm-hmm. listeners. But um, actually, it's interesting that, you know, his friends wanted him to, like, kind of proceed one way. And he just ended up doing something completely different. Yeah. Also unexpected. Um, because that's what a lot of times I think women expect from men. And mm-hmm. um, is it fair? No. Do we judge people differently than we probably should? Absolutely. But yeah. We have our guards up, and that's just part of who we are as well. And I think um, it was interesting. I think you said, like, one of your dates, you had said something about, like, you didn't sleep with them on the first... Was you say sleep with them on the first date you're talking about, or... I didn't sleep with Rick on the first date. Right, that's what you said. Okay. So (laughs) I guess my, like, technical quote, unquote, first date with Tyler, we did sleep together. So just uh, any all you listeners out there, if anyone feels like um, one is more right than the other, there's not. um, No. And, like, you're not judged anyway if you do or don't or whatever that might be, but... That's a great thing to actually talk about. Like, um, I mean, I've personally done both. Like, I mean, (laughs) I think that it absolutely depends on who you are. And, like, I... Like, we can get into sex as a whole other topic, obviously. Um, Yeah. Um, I think there's just some, like, preconceived notions that some people have. And we can talk about, like how those are bullshit sometimes in some cases and and all of the sort yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely but um either way like I feel like there's absolutely no there's no wrong or right time to choose to have sex with anybody (laughs) never mind just your partner so yeah exactly and anyone who hasn't met their person yet we just want to say um you know that person is out there for you um and just you know I think the one thing that comes from both of our stories is, like, we found that person when we weren't expecting it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I was at that point where I was literally like looking for it. I was on the, t- uh, you know, Tinder. I was gonna say the, the Tinder. Tinder. Okay, oh mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Just the worst. Okay, no, but I was on Tinder and I did that, and I was on Plenty of Fish actually back when I was in um, Winnipeg, and just was looking for the person that's supposed to be with that would check all the boxes, and just ended up in all the wrong relationships. Mm. So if there's one thing um, that I know, I think I would like to share, and that Chelsea would as well, is like. You just need to stop looking. And I, I was told that, like, also, mm-hmm. you know. And you're just like, shut and up. And you're like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not fucking listening to this because how are you going to find someone if you're not looking? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, don't stop being social. Don't stop going out. Don't stop putting yourself out there. But also, don't just do things to meet someone else. Yeah, stop forcing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um, the most important thing, too, like, that, that I feel contributed to me meeting my partner was me just actually devoting a lot of well all of my time um to just becoming the best version of myself that I wanted to be able to offer a partner to like I wanted to say like this is who I want to be as a person but this is also who I want to put out there as a partner because the person that I'm looking for deserves and would you know be aligned with this type of person and so that's another thing too is like I know people will say don't change for anybody, but one thing that I had to ask myself was if I want a really, if I want a respectful man, if I want a man of integrity, if I want a man with high values, well, I need to be aligned with those. You need to attract that person. Yeah. Yeah. So working on yourself personally and like not for anybody, but for yourself. And that's going to really attract the type of person that you're actually looking for. And they're just going to come in the most unexpected time. And they're often just going to be disguised as some someone or something that you never would expect. Brittany's was disguised as a guy that she friend-zoned. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, right, like I said, and I prefaced when we started talking about our relationship, if we would have tried, I mean, put all the other kind of, like, um, other things aside because, like, he was in a relationship, I was in a relationship etc etc but if we were to put all that aside like push all that away and not even think about that if we were to say him and me at the time when we first met and we first worked at sheriff's it would have never worked out yeah 100 percent. i wasn't the person that um he would have wanted to be with and i'm sure he wasn't the person that i would have wanted to be with at the time yeah um and he grew as a person and i grew as a person and just came back because actually that was one of our struggles and um We'll go into more detail about that also in another episode. But one of our struggles was that um, he continuously thought about the past of, like, who I was. And it took me a lot of time of advocating for myself and telling him, like, that's who I was, but that's not who I am now. And he was like, people don't change. And I'm like, yes, they can. And Mm -hmm. yes, they do. If they put that work in the time. It doesn't happen overnight for sure. But I went through a lot to get to that point and especially going through that depression and anxiety um of like a lot of soul searching a lot of deep searching and finding out my who I was and my relationship with God and like my self-worth and um you know how I handle myself in relationships and why I act the way I do in those things Mm -hmm. um but it all came from like me working on myself Mm -hmm. so yeah would we have worked out before absolutely not but um we came back together and uh, ended up just knowing we were each other's one. And that was based on the fact that we had that time to grow as individuals. Yeah. So. So sometimes it's not even just about the right person, but the right person and the right time. Yes, absolutely. We'll look same for you. 
you met Rick, but you were both in the wrong. Like it wasn't the right. Uh, yeah, I was pregnant <laughs> with someone else's who, baby. Who would know, right? That yeah. you would end up in that space where you had known them before and came back to their. And yeah. if he did know me as that person before, like I was obviously when I was pregnant, it was a little bit different. But before I got pregnant, I was in a really shitty space, and that mm-hmm. is what landed me in this shitty relationship that didn't work out. Yeah. You know, and obviously I got an amazing gift out of it, but I always kind of, I did wonder and I asked myself those questions like what would have happened if I met Rick or if when I met Rick, I wasn't pregnant and you know, maybe something would have happened or whatever, but I had to let that go because it's just, that's just, it probably wouldn't have happened. And if mm-hmm. it did happen, it probably wouldn't have lasted because I yes. wasn't in a place to have a sustainable relationship. I don't know about him. Um, I don't think, I mean, he was obviously in, not because we broke up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like sometimes it's, it's time and the person and it's just having to be in the right place yourself. And I think that just, yeah, focusing on becoming the best version of you is one of the biggest and best Mm -hmm. things that you can do for yourself and in regards to meeting your partner. And self-love. Like, I think that's super important. And it's funny because I think about, like, I always say, like, joke about how good I looked or whatever, but I was actually ended up being, like, the most unhappy at that point. Yeah. Um, because I was just too busy critiquing who I was. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You just gotta, yeah, like you said, live for you, right? So. Yeah. Anyways. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and make sure that you subscribe and keep tuning in to future episodes. This one is a, a series, so there'll be more on it, um, not next week, but in uh, coming episodes as well. Yeah, and we love hearing from you guys. So let us know what you thought of this episode. If there's any topic that you want to hear about or any questions that you want answered, please send us an email to the address that we'll link below in the show notes. And remember to tell your friends about the show. And don't forget, girls got goals.